Oh, man, I hate Mondays. Nah, man, it's Tuesday. Wait, 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 what day is it? You know what day it is. Tuesday. Bruise Day Tuesday. Oh, fuck yeah! Grab a cold one. It's Bruise Day Tuesday. Brought to you by the Cellar and Six Pack Store. Here's Drez and Big Nate. Interesting. It is Bruise Day Tuesday. Brought to you by the Cellar Restaurant and Six Pack Store. Downtown Blacksburg. We are, as you may have heard uh, from our from our promos and or teases and or the song that just played, but we are drinking Iron Maiden beer this week, Nate. I've never been so prepared for a show in my life. I, I, I Usually we wing it, but I'm pretty sure I'm as close as you can get to an uh, expert on the topic of both beer and Iron Maiden. Mm, although... When it comes to these Iron Maiden beers, you'll notice they're uh, interesting in styles and stuff. So maybe, you know, uh, maybe not put the cart before the horse. So I, well, I guess we'll start with yours because yours is, I believe, the OG. Yes, I'm holding the uh, Trooper Premium British beer. It's created by Iron Maiden. It was done with Robinson's and it's uh, brewed in Cheshire, England. ABV 4.7% and uh, it's charged with flavor. With a U, because that's how they spell things over there. But the description here on the side is what really just puts the, uh, I mean, it gives it the, the the cherry on top. Onward, onward rode the 600. The charge of the light brigade, which inspired the Iron Maiden song, The Trooper, took place at the Battle of Balaclava, 1854, during the Crimean War, when 600 British cavalry courageously charged the massed Russian artillery. This gallant but foolhardy assault resulted in a massive loss of life and came about due to a misunderstanding of an order given by the commanding officer, Lord Raglan. Launched in 2013, Trooper is an award-winning premium British beer that sold over 15 million pints worldwide. Iron Maiden vocalist Bruce Dickinson worked with Robinsons to develop a beer which has the true depth of character. Malt flavors and citric notes from a unique blend of Bobeck, Goldings, and Cascade hops dominate this deep gold nail with a subtle hint of lemon. So... In, in my experience with Iron Maiden, they like to have a lot of irons in the fire, hmm. and they just go whole hog on everything. So I'm very, very excited for this. Well, I'm glad that it said on there that when it was incepted, so 2013, because I was trying to think about it, and when I, you know, there's numerous bands that have collaborations and beers now, but I do feel like Iron Maiden was one of the OGs when this came out, with the teaming up with Robinson Brewery, that this was one of the very first and 2013, I mean, almost a decade ago, uh, I'm just trying to think of which ones made. I mean, the Deftones thing was one of those beers prior to that, or was it was 2015, I think. 2015, when, when so they had their first. So they even got them beat. Like, I really am trying to, I'm racking my brain to think if there was any other ones before then, because I do remember when I heard about it. Obviously, we, I'm sure I talked about it on the on the show, not Bruce Day Tuesday, because we haven't even been around that long, but just on my show here at the Bear. And I remember checking and trying to seek it out so much. And then I finally ended up finding uh, the Trooper at a, it might even have been a Total Wine, like at, in the Virginia Beach area. I was there with some friends and we just happened to find some and I got so damn excited. Um, and this wasn't in 2013. So this actually was a while later. And so I finally had it and we could do it on the show. Because I do remember drinking that beer on the show. 
And I actually just checked on tap. We did do it on the show. That's why I threw it your way since you haven't had it. And then I drank it again here in the studio or at the station three years later because it had been sitting up on my shelf as like a souvenir can, you know, because I bought a four pack. Um, but unfortunately, like the shelf came down and the can was all dented yeah. and stuff. So I was just like, all right, well, at this point, I guess I'll drink it. And for having been on my shelf for so many years, it still tasted pretty damn good. It was impressive. Impressive shelf life. Well, you know. uh, the, the other thing to consider is how, how intriguing that is for 2013, nine years later. Here we are. They're still putting it out pretty regularly, so much so that they're putting out more beer. So it's obviously been a pretty successful relationship, but blows my mind. And to that, let's move on to uh, the one that I popped, which is the Trooper Sun and Steel, which is a sake lager by Iron Maiden here. And uh, this can is one point, one pint, 0.9 fluid ounces. So I guess it's the slightly bigger. I guess it's this is like the 19... Or no, that it was be measured nice. in milliliters. Sixteen point nine ounces. Yeah, because this I is one, a pint point nine. Um, so this is a lager made with sake yeast, uh, coming in at four point eight percent. So this one, I wonder if it has on here the year. I'll just I'll read it too. Iron Maiden Robinson's Brewing, of course, bring you Sun and Steel, a double fermented pilsner with a crisp, refreshing taste and sake-like notes. The sixth beer from Iron Maiden vocalist Bruce Dickinson and Robinson's Brewery. This product was over two years in the making, blending creative thinking, British brewing excellence, and Japanese sake yeast to create a truly unique beer. Um, so sixth beer in the series says 2018. So this one came out four years Ooh. ago. Uh, I'm not too sure. I guess we should have read the other labels. We could have tried to do yeah, it chronologically. Cause, cause now, but I'm, now I'm curious. But I know that one of those is the newest, I believe. The other one, I'm not so sure, but both of the other ones I haven't tried yet. That's why I wanted to have those ones separate. I've had both of these. They're also in bottles. These are in cans, so it made more sense to split them up that way. Bruce Dickinson is is an interesting individual. That um, is true. I, I, for those of you out there who don't know this, he, he is, in fact, an airline pilot mm-hmm. in his off time. Beyond that, he also, like, any time there's a major world crisis, he flies rescue missions uh, to go and evacuate people and, and help out with things like that. So... Accomplished pilot, fantastic singer, uh, also writes stage musicals, which is apparently a thing you can do now. I mean, obviously, he's got a musical mind, naturally translates, but like to have that go, because he's much older than me, and to still have that go at his age, fought off throat cancer, what yeah. the hell? Yeah, I almost forget about that, because I, I mean, he had that, but he was only out, it was so brief that like you, you, for, you easily forget that, yeah, he battled throat cancer. Kicked its ass and is already back, back touring and stuff. Everyone should aspire to be more like Bruce Dickinson. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, there's no doubt about that. And speaking of touring, I, I uh, you've seen them live, right? Several times. Um, I I was lucky enough to see them. Uh, 2009. It was my senior year of high school. My dad got that for me as a graduation present. And then they did a Power Slave anniversary tour on in 2015. Uh, Alice Cooper was opening at that one. And then I saw them again in like 2017. I can't remember what they were doing that tour, but Ghost opened. And uh, at that point, I mean, Alice Cooper opening for Iron Maiden blows my mind. It's like Ozzy would be opening for Metallica now. It's one of those things. Iron Maiden's just kind of established such a uh, culture around them that 
they're not opening for anyone. Mm-hmm. It's just not going to happen. Yeah. And, and there's a good reason if you haven't seen the stage show. Have you seen them? I have not. And that's what I was going to bring up was I know that we uh, we did a, a giveaway f- uh, for the show that they're having. I think it's Greensboro, right? Yep. Uh, in September, maybe October, I think. It's October. Um, but yeah, that one's been on my calendar since they announced it and we did that because I have never seen Iron Man Live. And that's probably, I mean, that's right up there. One of the most exciting shows. I'm I'm like so stoked. There's no doubt I'm going to that show. It is easily, and I, I can confidently say this, it is the most electric atmosphere I've ever been to. And I know, like, I've seen footage of them. Uh, there was the Flight 666 documentary that follows them on their tour of South America and Brazil, where Bruce is flying the plane and everything. And, like, you see all these South American and Central American crowds go wild for them. That holds true here in the States, too. Mm-hmm. Like, it is jam-packed to the gills, and uh, it's just absolutely wild to, like, be in that environment where everyone is singing every word so and and i know that obviously iron maiden is synonymous with like i guess what would you call their mascot eddie um i'm just am am i correct in envisioning that there's probably at least one just giant eddie somewhere or is is there some is it like a guy in a costume and it's like an interactive eddie or i guess it maybe varies from tour to tour but did you see anything like that i've seen so so they they strategically do it like it builds and it builds and it's actually one of those things that, that Bruce has talked about. Like the crowd's not wild enough. We need to bring out Eddie. So they'll start with like a guy in a costume dressed like Eddie. And then it just builds and builds. And there's this just giant Eddie, like at the back of the stage that pops out from the background. And, uh, it, it, it I, I don't know if they do it the exact same on every, yeah, I mean, sure, that, that, surely that, that, they mix but, it up, you know, but it's, it's absolutely one of the most wild things I've ever seen. And everyone goes absolutely batty when Eddie hits the stage. Yeah, I uh, man, I'm so stoked for it, and um, I'm really excited to try these other beers too. And I forgot, so this beer, the Sun and Steel, obviously it's it said the sixth Iron Maiden. Uh, or it didn't even say Iron Maiden; it said Bruce Dickinson collaboration. And like you said, with him being so, you know, such a wild, per- I, I could definitely see him having a a big hand in this. I could see him going to Robinson's Brewery, talking with them, wanting to make sure that what Iron Maiden beers come out, oh yeah, is got the s- Bruce. Dickinson stamp of approval. Well, the other thing, like, I don't know if a lot of people are aware of this, but he writes none of the lyrics for Iron Maiden. Those are all written by bassist Steve Harris. And I'm uh, surprised because also people don't you, you don't think about it because he's been there so long. Yeah. But he's not the original lead singer. No, that was uh, Paul Diagno, who I also saw, and we can we can tell that story later. Oh God, that was hot garbage. Oh um, boy. But there's a you tell me there's a reason why uh, they, there's uh, a reason they threw him out. Uh, it had a lot to do with his drinking problem, mm. which is ironic at this really point, ironic. Uh, uh, but yeah, it, it, Bruce just kind of filled that void for them and and has been doing so. I mean, there was a period in the '90s where Bruce left the band and Blaze Bailey filled in, and they put out one album that was still pretty solid because your primary songwriter is still there, but. Mm-hmm. It was no Bruce. Yeah, it's not the same. So thankfully, they they brought him back in the late 90s. And it's been a pretty steady lineup uh, ever since. I mean, I guess, uh, I mean, for the the most part. Early days, it was flip-flopping around with all instruments, if if I'm not mistaken. But once they they settled in. Steve, I think, has been the only consistent member 100% of the time. Yeah, I think you're right. But, uh, I mean, there's not a bad Iron Maiden album, in my opinion. Yeah. All right. Well, I want to hear about the Paul thing. I also want to continue drinking, but man, this, this sun and steel has gone down quick. I'm already out of beer on this one, man. So I don't know how you're feeling about your uh, trooper uh, over there. Well, 
the OG trooper. For British beer, my, my gold standard, uh, the one that I've had most frequently, I guess gold standard's not really fair because I probably would give it around a 375, is Boddington's Pub Ale. Okay. I enjoy it. It's not my favorite. It's got so this, Boddington's has the little uh, the widget in there, right? Yeah. yeah. So comparing it to that, I, all day, this is this I would take night and day way better. First of all, the, the can is way cooler. You got Eddie, which uh, the crowd always goes crazy for. A little tidbit of Iron Maiden trivia, which is just a beautiful touch. But it's also a damn delicious beer. It's really smooth. It's pretty easy drinking. I mean, at 4.7% ABV, it's obviously not going to put you over the edge. And uh, It's a good concert beer, I think. I, I think seeing Iron Maiden and drinking the Trooper would be just the perfect combination. I'm going to give it a 4.75. And I wonder if they do that. I know I've talked about this with other bands and beers because it would be a huge undertaking to haul around a whole bunch of beer with you on tour. I think we talked about that with but, Deftones. They do not with Iron Maiden every time it, I've it's seen just, them. It probably would be too hard but and difficult to make awesome that work. But how awesome would that be? That would be it, there's no question that that would be... I mean, you could charge... Double the price of any other beer. I mean, and they it would have still their own touring plane called Ed Force One that mm-hmm. they own. They can, it seems they like they should put a little bit of the a, bill. Find a way to do it. it. I bet it would be cost effective with how much they could spike the price. Stump one of the fuel it. tanks. It's fine. Uh, now, as far as the Sun and Steel Saki Lager, um, this one was interesting because as soon as I popped it, I was like, I was like, oh man, how old is this beer? Which I actually, I wonder if it has Best Buy. September 2022. So clearly still has plenty of life in it. And then once I once I poured it, smelt it and tasted, I knew it was fine. But it really just, it didn't have much of a, like it didn't sound like it was too carbonated and stuff. But then again, yeah. I mean, I guess it's a sake, sake lager, which sake is just, well, you know. I mean, th- there's another thing I wonder because Brits drink their beer room temperature. Oh, should, should I pull these so out? So I wonder. I do wonder. But I, I've not been hit with like such a pleasant aroma from a beer like this. So I will say this. I mean, this is not my general style. Uh, you know, I guess. So it says sake lager. And then over on the side, it says it's a pilsner. Uh, I guess that's is pilsner a lager. I guess. Uh, I don't know. Um, I think it's like a, every square is a rectangle, but not every rectangle is a square. That's what I'm thinking. It must have some something like that. Lager is a pretty broad brush, I would say. So. Uh, but when you throw in the soggy element on it, uh, it's a very interesting beer. It's much better. I have had it once before on my RV trip. I finally came across this one somewhere in like Oregon, I think. And um, and unfortunately, I was a little, I didn't give it too high of a mark. So I was, that almost brought my bar down with this. But now I'm trying it. And maybe it's just the fact that, you know, I'm drinking on the radio, playing Iron Maiden, talking with it. A fellow huge, you're probably clearly a bigger Iron Maiden fan than I am. Um, you've seen him live multiple times and stuff, but uh, this is really hitting the spot, man. Just a light, refreshing beer, man. If you can get your hands on the Sun and Steel, I highly recommend it. I'd say it's a four and a half. I think you got to give a little bit higher uh, credence to the OG one. However, uh, we got a couple more beers coming up, and I have, I'm trying not to have super high expectations, but I got a feeling one of the beers. That we're going to drink next is going to be the highest rated Iron Maiden beer, in my opinion. We'll have to wait and see. It is Brews Day Tuesday. Right here, we're drinking Iron Maiden beers on your new River Valley's rock station, 105.3 The Bear.